Good morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Israel and as always, it is my privilege to encourage you on this Monday morning. We are still busy with our devotion series on the first letter to the Corinthian church by the Apostle Paul. Just a little bit of a recap. The Apostle Paul started this church. You can read all about that in Acts chapter 18. And he went on to travel to other cities. But while he was traveling, he got a report that things in the church in Corinth weren't quite what it should have been. And so he writes this letter to them, addressing five areas of concern and asking them to live to the worthy call of being the church of God. And so there's various different things in this letter that the Apostle Paul addresses. But we are looking at verses six today. We started in chapter one last week and we are in chapter six today. But chapter six and chapters five and six actually blend together. They are very much connected in the same overall theme. It starts off addressing quite a few very heavy, difficult things for us to look at at a Monday morning. And I'm gonna to touch on them just briefly. It starts off by, by uh, talking about sexual immorality in the church and how they are to deal with that. He specifically references a specific case where a man is busy sleeping with his stepmother and the church seems to just kind of not know what to do with it. They're not doing anything about this. And Paul instructs them to just kick them out of the community, get rid of them, don't let them live them. The words he uses very harsh also. He says, hand them over to Satan so that at least their souls may be saved. And I think that principle is very often so misunderstood in that it's saying that if you're gonna live according to the flesh and not according to the ways of God, why should you live in the community of God? So if there's people who's living according to the ways of the flesh like that, just kick them out, let them go live according to the way of the flesh. And it's a very difficult passage, but it's a passage that deals with church discipline. But the point to remember there with church discipline is that it's that same words that the apostle Paul says there so that their souls may be saved. And sometimes discipline can be a harsh thing. Sometimes discipline can be a difficult thing, but ultimately it is so that souls can be saved. Now the apostle Paul starts talking about various different things in this passages. And he talks about sexual immorality and boasting and greed and judging each other. And then he starts talking about people in the church having grievances against each other and going into the public sphere and actually suing each other. And he says that actually, no, you should turn to mediation in the church. You should turn to each other and call each other to a higher standard. And that there's actually wisdom found in Christian community for the issues that you're facing and going through in this church. Don't suffer wrongdoing like this, but there's wisdom found in a church. Churches can often be very messy, very difficult places to be, but the church comprises of so much wisdom as we all are hosters of the presence of God. And all of this talk about a higher standard of living and Christian community being a very important thing all comes to the great conclusion here in verses 19 that the apostle is writing here. And he says this, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. When I read this passage, the previous two chapters make sense to me. 
You see, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and the apostle wants us to glorify God in our bodies. Each individually are the spiritual stones that make up the temple of God now. But when we come together, scripture says, wherever two or three are gathered in the name of Jesus, there his presence is. When we come together, these individual stones that make up being the temple of the Holy Spirit, we make up the temple together. Now we are each individually the temple. The temple is us now. The spirit is dwelling in us. Romans chapter 14 says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Where's the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is in us. And therefore our bodies become the vessels of the kingdom of God. But corporately, when we come together at a church also in our community, we also make up in a larger sense what it means to be the called out ones, the ecclesia, the church of God, the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the apostle Paul is writing to us here, encouraging us to live upwardly to the callings that we've been called to. And it matters because God is very particular about his temples. In his instruction to Moses in the book of Exodus, we can see that he is particular in how he wants his temple to function. Exodus chapter 25, verses 8 to 9 says this, Then have them make a sanctuary for me, and I will dwell among them. Make this tabernacles and all its furnishings exactly like the pattern that I will show you. So we know that God is particular about how he wants his temples to operate. Therefore, we shouldn't be surprised when there's very clear instructions for how he wants us to live in purity and in the power of the Holy Spirit, of clean hearts, so that we can host the presence of the Holy Spirit to the world that needs it. The Apostle Peter, in the second letter that he wrote, 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5 to 7, gives us advice in how we can live pure, clean hearts that are worthy to being the temples of the Holy Spirit. He says this, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love. Mutual affection, love, add love. All of this, no matter what it is we are experiencing for, no matter what brokenness we are experiencing. The Apostle Paul calls us to live worthily to being the temples of the Holy Spirit. Ultimately, it is about love. We cannot love our neighbor if we live in a way that might compromise the walk of our neighbor, the faith journey of our neighbor. And the Apostle Paul uses some very strong imagery here and he addresses very specific keys here. But it's all because he wants us to host the presence of the Holy Spirit, which is a tremendous honor. Because as we host the presence of the Holy Spirit, we in turn become the places where people can come and experience the Holy Spirit, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, as the Spirit speaks through each one of us. That's why when he says that there can be people that can mediate among you, because we don't mediate in human wisdom. We mediate listening to the Holy Spirit as he's speaking in our Christian communities. Can we pray? Holy Spirit, thank you for the incredible honor it is that we get to be your temples, the temple of the most high God. 
Will you show us where there are areas of our lives where we might not be living worthily with the pure hearts that you desire for us to live? Father, make us holy. We know that we could never live holy, but you call your spirit holy and you place that spirit in each one of us. So we get to walk out holiness because the spirit called holy is inside of us. Will you give us the grace to live lives worthy to the calling that we've been called? And I also ask, Father, that you would encounter us with your presence so that in turn we can become those where the world can come and encounter your presence. Protect us today and bring us back and through this week and back together on Sunday so that we can be the Christian community together, the gathering of the saints, to encourage one another and to lean on the wisdom of one another. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.